Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. We are broadcasting from the Jerusalem area, IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. You're listening to the Tamar Yona Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live if you're listening on Sunday afternoon between 4 to 5 p.m. Holy time right here in the land of Israel. Or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time, that means that we are live and you can call into the show and weigh in on the issues that we're talking about. Ask a question or make a comment. Today, oh, I, I forgot to tell you, our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. On the very top of the page, our phone numbers are there. You can call in and weigh in on the topics that we're talking about. Today, the show is called, I think I'm going to entitle it, The Global Elite Treasure Hunt. And we'll be talking about Kabul one year later. American culture, globalization versus nation states is growing societal bifurcation. I don't even know what that means. And demographic truth. Our guest today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He is a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University of the Negev, and has authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideast and world issues. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. All right. So where would you like to start on this whole list of things that we have to talk about today? Well, just a, a sort of a, a, a preview statement to be, before we actually get started, um, just to put things into, sort of into perspective here. Uh, natural gas prices have risen by 300%. 40% just, as, just during the, the month of August, which isn't even over yet. In the U.S., there is increasing talk of civil war, factional civil war, not geographic civil war. In Europe, people have to choose between food or heat. And I mean that actively. They're actually deciding not to eat in order to heat their homes. The metal industry in Europe, Europe's largest industry, is closing down due to energy shortages. France has just declared an end to abundance. They actually said that, the president of France. And in China, every major manufacturing hub is in partial shutdown due to energy and COVID. You always brighten up our day. Every Sunday, no fail. <laughs> Anyone else want to seriously uh, tell God that Israel has no importance? You want right. to get along in the world? You have to get along with God. I don't care. I don't care if you like him or not. That's it, just the way it works. Yeah, we're looking. We're looking really at a down. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A downfall, not a downstream, of whatever the word is of uh, our standard of living around the world with shortages, and it. All of this is just needless. It was. It's like man caused. It's caused by man purposely, not the good men, in my opinion. But where would you like to comment on this? Well, let's begin with Kabul. Mostly, justifiably, Americans are focused on how Biden and Miley managed to turn the idea of Afghan withdrawal 
which was a reasonable, politi reasonable political idea, into the most ignominious defeat in U.S. history. But that really shouldn't be the focus. The focus really should be what are the, what are the effects? What does that actually cause? Well, let's look at just a, a few examples of things that have been caused by what Americans, what American government did just one year ago this week in uh, uh, removing themselves in such a strange manner from Afghanistan. Central Asia, all of the countries there have been flooded with American weapons of all types, making the entire region much less stable. Afghanistan today supplies 80% of the world's opium. Nobody can tell me that U.S. military intelligence didn't know that that was coming. Most of it is refined and shipped to the world via Iran. You know, Hezbollah is the second largest supplier of cocaine in the world, while Iran is the largest supplier of opiates. Um, these are the good folks that Biden and the E are begging to sign a deal with that while, they're, while they're poisoning their children. Um, is it any wonder that Iran just doesn't really care about the deal so much? Can you, can you not in any rush. Can you explain to our listeners why the president of the United States would want to sign a deal with Iran when Iran <laughs> regularly at their demonstrations, which, by the way, are always government approved, yell out when they as they yell death to Israel, they yell out death to America. No, first they say, they say death to America. Israel is the afterthought. Right. But I, I just want to put it in their heads that it's not just Israel. They call out death to America. Why would this administration want to make a deal with them and strengthen them? Well, there, there are a few reasons. But let's go, just go over just a, a few points here, okay? First of all, there's a, there's a, a midterm election coming up, which uh, 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 most analysts say that uh, uh, Biden is not going to do very well in that in that election, but if he manages to cause the price of oil to drop precipitously over the coming two three months, um, he might do a lot better. And releasing um, uh, 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 oil from Iran would certainly have that effect. I mean, he's already almost emptied out the strategic oil reserve. People aren't aware of that, but the strategic oil reserve is now at its lowest point since it was first formed ever yes but he could also just reopen american oil industries and give people jobs on top of that and make the prices cheaper and be more and be self-reliant instead of begging yes, saudi yes, arabia etc one dimensionally that's not that's not the whole story okay i mean that that would not that would do, do, do something for the american citizen who isn't care who about but it wouldn't do anything for the world you see um, the Europeans are involved, and there's there's no greater um, uh, uh, a dream that the Europeans have than for Iran to destroy Israel, because there's nothing that they want more than that. They've been trying to do it for 2,000 years, and they've been uh, uh, singularly unsuccessful. They may figure maybe the Iranians can do it for them. They tried with the Arabs. The Arabs failed. So they're not they're betting on the Iranians. But by the way, also, if America reopened its own oil industries in in its it, you know on its mainland there in the you know in North America, it would also weaken Russia, who they're supposedly fighting by taking the side of Iran against them because Russia's selling a lot of oil now. Oh, Russia's economy is doing wonderfully. I mean, they've, 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 their economy is, is growing constantly since the war began. 
um, uh, uh, um, and they're doing okay. They don't. They don't. They're not having any problems really. They're they're, they're fine. Um, you have to understand that this administration really doesn't care one one way or the other about the American people. That's not their point. They don't consider themselves to be in any way connected with them. The American people are just there to obey. We've seen that with um, the, the, the machinations of the Department of Justice. We've seen that with a lot of other things. If we have time, I'll maybe mention some, a few other things. But Mordechai? I think I lost Mordechai. All right. Um, just a moment. We have a caller. And in the meantime, while I'm trying to get Mordechai back on. We will try to uh, take this caller's question. And Shalom Antonio. Hello. is joining us from the United States. Hi, Antonio. What is your comment or question here at Israel News Talk Radio? Um, this president is not a good president. He, the market, everything is horrible. Everything this president has done, Biden, is not successful. I mean, the oil, from the employment. I mean, I guess this, this is my opinion. Hashem. Hashem is God? Yes. Um, Trump won the election. However, Hashem decreed Biden to be president. Decreed. Due to the fact that, my opinion, that it showed corruption in this world, the Democrat Party and what they wanted. The same way how in the golden, with the golden calf, when Moses said, who, you know, I'm paraphrasing, who is, who is for Hashem and who's not. I think Hashem has given people the opportunity to choose if you want him, love him, or not. And that's where the decision of this solution is going on. That's my opinion. So you're looking at this from a spiritual uh, eye, and that's always important to do because the world is run by God, if you, if those of you who believe in God and a creator that created us all. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'll tell you while I'm trying to get uh, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem back on with us, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this, Antonio, and you can weigh in on the issue okay. as well. I see through my spiritual eyes, look, looking at this through a spiritual manner, that we are in a time where we are fighting the present day Tower of Babel people, meaning that just as when, you know, if anybody read the book of Genesis, Bereshit in Hebrew, that you had man who said, we don't want to uh, rely on God. We don't want God. God makes our lives miserable. We want to become the masters of our own destiny. And they build this tower into uh, that reaches the, you know, trying to reach the clouds and, 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 and heaven, trying to dethrone God and say, again, we will be the masters of our own destiny, not God. And we're going to say what's right and wrong. And we're going to say what is moral. And we are, and we are going to fight God, and that's what we see happening today. They've redefined um, what has uh, uh, what what the Torah, what the Bible says is moral and immoral. They take things like homosexuality, which in the Bible is called an abomination, and they uh, they say no, it's just an alternative lifestyle. They redefine it to make it like okay 
in you know society's eyes or a stripper is not a stripper she's just an exotic dancer and someone who's promiscuous isn't promiscuous they're just you know uh, sexual experimentation they they redefine it to make it okay and i see i'm cutting in here to apologize for the technical difficulties that we're having for the next one minute where there is one feed over another feed. Again, please bear with us for the next minute. You know, when I asked Dr. Mordechai Shalom, ben Menachem, and I think I have him back with me again, I'll have him on just a second. So but when I'm, when I'm asking him, you, you know, why know would America, why would the present really administration do something that would hurt America, that radio destroys America? It's because it's kind of like a, a question truth. I'm asking him that's, that's got a hook to it because I want him to say uh, what I believe. And if he doesn't say what I believe, then I want to learn something. And and I believe that these are the leftists who are taking over and they don't care about America, as Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem said as well. They want to see a one world government like a Tower of Babel. And they're going to say what's right and wrong because in a leftist world of communism, it's a denial of God. God has to be thrown out of the picture because the highest uh, power has to be the state or the order, the the government that is governing the people. And if people believe in God, then that's always going to take precedence over man-made rules and man-made laws. And so they want to destroy these nation states because they want to make a one world order. And you can't have a one world order if you have nation states. And two of the main nation states that are a bone in the wrote to this new world new world order because Europe is already under an umbrella of a European Union and they've lost their sovereignty these states anybody can go in and out you don't need visas anymore you don't have your own currency really anymore uh, they've lost a lot of their their sovereignty they're already in it but the United States which has a constitution and also lets people have and own uh, weapons to protect themselves and Israel, which is a quote Jewish state, these do not fit in a new world order, in a one world government, because they're sovereign in their people's values and ideas. And so they have to destroy these two nations, which is the United States of America, and they're doing it from the inside, raising their children, raising their children to. Uh, to, to hate themselves and with Israel the same thing the left is also very active in here in Israel trying to destroy the Jewish character of the state importing tens of thousands of Ukrainians and Russians many who are not even Jewish and some of them are even anti-Semites. So we see this happening and uh, you can weigh in on that and I just want to see do I have Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem back with us? I'm here. Okay, great. All right. So we have Antonio who called in while uh, we lost you. And Antonio, did you want to comment on that? And then we'll go back to yeah. Dr. Mordechai ben Um I think, you know, the U.S. and Israel, what is going on is cancer. Cancer from within. Cannot destroy a, um, a person's body or something without going from within. And that's what the left and uh, the liberals are doing. Um, I feel like, and what I had to your um, with the Tower of Babel, I think also with uh, the flood of Noah, robbery, and these different things. And that everything that's going on right now at this present moment is what Hashem has put in um, this week, last week, and two weeks 
Ten Commandments, the commandments to do you know the difference and so forth. Along with that, um, this this I really don't like calling president, but you know he is what he is. Is a moron. <laughs> I mean, it, it's some of the things. I mean, it's just like a ghost, a zombie. All the things that are going on in the U.S. and also look at Israel politics, and I just can't believe this is happening at this particular time. But I also have to keep in mind that the world is dark, and I have to keep my eye focused on Hashem, because that's the only way anyone can survive. Because the same with the the oppression that they want to do, the left, is like the way the Israelites were in Egypt. And all all these elements are occurring, and people are not aware of it. There's only certain people who eyes are open and others are just open, you know, just go go along and then later on you, you to find out to give up everything. And that's a shame. That's a shame. You can't you cannot blame no one can blame completely Biden or whoever it may be, because we have eyes and we have ears and we have our minds. And we should use it and exercise and question things and do our research. And that is the sad thing. People are lazy in this present moment and don't want to look and see the truth or don't right. cannot handle the truth or don't know how even to think for themselves is, is another thing i want to thank you for your call antonio you made some really good uh points and i and i want to just add there that i believe as many many people do around the world even of different religions that we are in the birth pangs of the messianic era and that the world has to change in order to receive uh, the the Messiah and to make out the the world more godly and only certain people are really going to be able to survive in a world like that where truth is truth and no more you know fudging things and rationalizing and lying to ourselves and lying to others and corruption it can't exist in a world when uh, when we have more righteousness and and God revealed so uh, the truth of God one of my one, I'm sorry go ahead one of my prayers I pray for in the morning. Even at nighttime, is that the world due to Shiva return back to God? Return back to God before it's too late. Because the way the direction this world is going and the things that happen, I just don't like it. And I think one of the things that we have to do is pray and continue prayer and do the best we can do. One act of kindness and change things. Well, that's beautiful. Let's 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 end that on that. That everybody, if you really want to make a difference in the world, what are you going to do for God today? Do an act of kindness. Call your parents or uh, help your neighbor or just do something different where you're more kind and you can really help someone else. Kind of like get out of our own shells. Thank you so much, Antonio. God bless you. You're going to make all of us a better person by doing that. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, and uh, Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem, sorry that we lost you. Uh, go ahead. You know, take. I didn't, a- I didn't hear the beginning of what he said, so I'll only comment on the on the end of it. I'll just make one very brief comment. Okay. There's a word in Hebrew, anet, which is composed of the first letter of the alphabet, the middle letter of the alphabet, and the last letter of the alphabet, and it is one of the names of God, and it means truth. Right. And truth is all-encompassing, which is why the word encompasses the entire alphabet right the beginning the middle and the end so if you're if somebody asks you a question and you don't give the whole truth then it's not it's it's not the truth because the whole truth is from a to z (laughs) go ahead okay well uh, uh, we only have a few moments before the next break no we have another six minutes go ahead 
Oh, okay. So let me finish up where we were before, just with a little bit of numbers here. Um, uh, uh, opium brings to Iran about $25 billion and a half billion dollars a year. Opium, with its derivatives, brings to Iran $65 billion a year. Cocaine brings to Hezbollah $88 billion a year. And money laundering brings them another $100 billion a year. So is it any wonder that Iran simply is not in a hurry to close this deal, even though it's a good deal for them? They're getting everything they want as it is. America has not put up... Literally, America gets absolutely nothing out of the deal as the deal stands right now. Iran gets everything they demanded, just about, except for a few minor things. America gets absolutely nothing, which is exactly why Biden, like Obama before him, does not intend to bring this for in front of the Congress as the Constitution demands. It's meant to be a, a so-called presidential agreement and not a treaty. And now you add to that the, um, the, the, the fentanyl that comes from China, and we know that China and Iran are cooperating on, on, on all of these issues of drugs. And if you actually read, there's a document which is available on the Internet, freely available. You can get it from Google, um, which is the, the Chinese declaration of how they intend to take over the United States. It, it, it's, a, I mean, it's not a trivial document. It's 430 pages. But anybody can get it. Anybody can read it. I have, unfortunately. It's a horrible thing. So people um, can write in at info at israelnewstalkradio.com, and Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem will send you that link if you want to see it. Go ahead. And uh, it, says one, it says very clearly that they use a concept that they call total war. Total war, they say explicitly, includes poisoning America's children with drugs. They say it explicitly. They say explicitly that it includes using viruses for uh, uh, weakening America. They, they don't hide it. All you, of these things are very explicitly in writing. You know, it's not, not just poisoning, but, you know, if you get people hooked, then they're your slave. Then, then you know, you're deciding Absolutely. who you're going to give the stuff to to make somebody feel, oh, thank God I got it. And, and then they're a slave of yours. So it would be well, in their interest to hook people on drugs. They die because they, all of these things eventually kill them. Yes, but, but in the meantime, they control them. So they've got themselves slaves right there. I, I think the best comment on that is, is what, what, what a very famous line from Hamlet. Though this be madness, yet there be, there be method in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shakespeare was kind of a bright fellow. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So we have another three minutes left. Where would you like to uh, end up this conversation? Uh, to the break, right? Yeah, three minutes till the break. Okay. Um, uh, uh, another comment that I would make here is that, um, well, as we know, that uh, Biden can claim stupidity and senility. He's been that way now for 50 years. Miley cannot. And no one who was responsible, for instance, for what happened a year ago in Kabul has paid any price whatever in the United States. Hundreds of Americans are still trapped in Afghanistan today. Thousands of, of Afghanis that helped America and helped the British 
and help the Australians are still trapped in Afghanistan today, hiding from the Taliban, waiting, basically waiting to be dead. Yeah, it's horrible. And this is important for Americans to know because in the outside uh, world of America, people are watching and they're seeing, look what America did to their ally. They just abandoned them and abandoned their own citizens there. So therefore, this is a warning sign for us that we should not trust America when America says that we have your back or that we've made a deal with you and that we're going to keep our deal with you. That it, Look, when people, Obama said he has our back, I will remind you of something. He said it when he was here in Jerusalem after doing what he called a selection, which is probably the most terrible word you can use in front of Jews today. Yeah, from the Nazis, right. So Obama said we ha- he has our back, and everybody in, in Israel, everybody, even the farthest left you will you like, understood to mean he has our back to shove the knife in. Yeah, or against no the wall, right? Any other way, even his most ardent supporters knew that that's what he meant. And I want everybody to know also that I believe that Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem appreciates America, loves America, has good feelings about it. I know I do. I have a lot of appreciation to it. It pains me when we have to say these things to wake people up, uh, to let people know what other people are thinking. Uh, it, we're not happy I about this. entirely between the concept of America and the American administration. Yeah, it's very, very the sad. Two separate entities. I admire the concept of America. I like American citizens. I'm not particularly fond of American culture. That's what the taste. That doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with American administration. Okay, we're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Hi, my name is Michael Benoach from Slovakia. Israel News Talk Radio is just the best radio station in the world and I listen every day. We are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Our guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, and we're talking about the global elite treasure hunt. Also, uh, we just talked about Kabul one year later and how that fiasco, the way that the Biden administration handled uh, the pullout from Afghanistan, lowered uh, America in the eyes of the rest of the world, seeing that uh, if America can turn their back on an ally and even uh, abandon their own citizens there, how can we trust them? If that's what, how they treat their own citizens, how would they treat us? So this has been a, a big hit in American foreign policy and people's trust in it. And that's why other people now are cozying up to places like Russia, China, someplace where they see a strong leadership rather than one week that is under the left uh, and the Biden administration. So let's go now to American culture, because that was another one of your topics you wanted to talk about, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem. Well, you know, know, we have to look objectively at American culture, even if it is uncomfortable to, to actually view it objectively. 
So if we look since 1865, one in four presidents has had an attempt on his life. One in five presidents has been murdered. That's pretty amazing numbers. More than 18,000 U.S. police forces in 2022, after defund the police, the budgets of, of policing across America after defund is $123 billion. And yet, more than 3.1 people are killed by U.S. police every day. This is not a question of police. This is not a question of me uh, uh, saying something negative about the police. This is a question of saying something about American culture. Both the issue of the presidents and the people that are killed by police. And I'm certainly not saying anything about the issue of are they more uh, 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 purple or chartreuse or yellow or green or whatever else. So There's nothing to do with any of those issues. We're looking at a few things. We're looking at uh, crime, violence, and acceptance of it, and non, non-punishment of it. There's no enforcement of the law. Absolutely. There, there is no law if you don't enforce it. And, there's no, and you cannot enforce law that the culture itself doesn't really view the laws as being relevant. If, it, if it's just a law on the books, even if you enforce it, but the culture does not accept it as part of its culture itself, then you don't really have a law. You have rules. And the rules can be bent or broken or, or, or put aside temporarily or permanently or whatever. You can make, make, make them up as you go along. Rules Extreme for some and not for others. is a basic part of American culture and always has been. No budget issue can solve this, that issue. Hmm. Just another example, carjackings. Carjackings over the past over, over the past half year have skyrocketed across America. Again, it's an issue of culture. When skyjackers are, are usually young people, usually in their teens, they feel that they can get away with it because they're not going to be prosecuted anyway. If right. education and civility are not a basic part of culture, then you don't have a civilization. They're prerequisites for for prosperity. When these break down, education and civility, then a new order is beginning to come into focus. The old order is breaking down. But unfortunately, America has been violent in that sense from its inception. No one can predict what this new order is going to look like. We know that America is moving towards a new order. You spoke about it before. It's one of the, one of the possible directions that it may be going in. We hope it isn't going in that direction, but that's, it is possible. When education and civility erode, other competitors rise to challenge the existing order. It's, it's a natural way that things work around the world. It always has. You need to earn more than you spend. That's a basic rule of life. If you're educated and you're civil with with one another and you're productive and you're competitive, then you can go about doing things like that. But if there's no order around you, that just simply doesn't work. Ukraine is a test. It's nothing more than that. The whole issue about Ukraine is not about Ukraine. It's about the world order. It's about the world civilization. 
the, the so-called Western civilization, which is a, an advanced stage of breakup. Well, beyond just America, we're talking about the entire Western civilization. We see what's going on now in, in Europe. Most leaders in Europe, the vast majority of European leaders, for instance, don't have any progeny. So they're not really invested in their future. So why should they actually care? Interesting. That's a very interesting point. Angela Merkel, for instance, had no children. Most, the vast majority of European leaders don't, do not have children. Hmm. The, the polarity today, the political polarity in America today is, is, is the greatest it's been at least since 1860. In these coming two elections, the election in, in this year in November and the election in uh, 2024, can anyone reasonably accept that, that, that the results of that election will be accepted by anybody? We it, saw what happened. I don't know how, mm -hmm. how many people are paying attention, but we saw what, what was declared just yesterday. Or was it, no, the day before yesterday, sorry, sorry by, by, by Zuckerberg, not exactly one of my favorite people, a person who I consider to be, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, and I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed that he was born Jewish. Um, he admitted openly, on, on open microphone, on the air, that he was instructed by the FBI to hide the, hide the, 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 the Hunter uh, 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 laptop, to censor people who spoke about it. He admitted it openly. The FBI, the premier uh, uh, organization for law enforcement across the United States, is breaking the law blatantly and openly. Ray Dalio, one of the people that I quote frequently, quote, when the causes that people are behind are more important to them than the system, the system is in jeopardy. I think, any, that, I think that, that's a very simple statement that anybody can, can perceive easily as being certainly correct. If it's more important to you to your own uh, 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 agenda, that preserving the system, the, the system is not going to survive, or at least not in, ter in your terms. Very interesting what you said about uh, a lot of these leaders not having children, and it just shows you again the value system, and it shows you again that if you don't have family as an established base value for your, for your culture, your culture is not going to survive. Because the family is the, is the foundation of, of all cultures. Well, of course, and there's, 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 there's a basic physical aspect. If you don't have children, clearly you will not survive. I mean, that's obvious. That's the situation, for instance, in Germany. Germany has passed the demographic Rubicon more than 15 years ago. There's no young generation of Germans. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine just the other day who said that, well, Germany can uh, decide to eject all of its Muslims and and, and fight them if it needs to be. I said, oh, who's going to fight? There are no youngsters. There's no new blood. There's no new. There's no. There's nobody who can fight. Who's going to fight? You're going to give. give you're going to give weapons to old 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 women. Sorry, <laughs> that's not going to work. 
You know, it's like in France where uh, I, I understand people were telling me this some years ago already that everybody just about in France has somebody who's Muslim in their family today, that their daughter married a Muslim, that their, their, their sister did, their cousin, etc. And they have, you know, that's just how it is today. France has the largest army in Europe because a third of their army are Muslims. And I don't know how much these Muslims are going to hold the French culture wholly above their religion and above their culture. Well, as I just as I as I just quoted Ray Dalio, when the causes that people are behind are more important than the system, the system is in jeopardy. Clearly, their history has proven, and for, and in this sense, I would I would say this in, as, as a compliment to the Muslims. To them, religion is more important to them than preserving the system in which they happen to be embedded at the moment. It is to me as well, which is one of the reasons why I live in Israel. So that there's a just a conception between, between my values and the system that I live in. But if I had lived, uh, heaven forbid, in a place like England, that would not be the case. So to close up this segment, we only have about 30 seconds. American culture, how do you want to close up this segment? Americans need to look at their culture with a hard eye. Need to look carefully. Need to look coldly. It's lovely to be able to say, oh, all my friends are obese and I'm fine with that because I want to be fair. That sounds nice. Is your culture functioning today? And if it's not, what can you do to change it among your peers? Right. And when you have a whole generation today that's taught in schools to hate yourself and your culture, to call yourself white privileged, to you know beat your chest that, oh, I'm wrong and I'm, I'm not okay, that's not a good, healthy thing for a culture to continue. All right. We're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel.
We are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we are speaking with Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. We've discussed uh, the year since Kabul, uh, America left uh, under Joe Biden's presidency. We've talked about American culture and European culture, how Western culture basically is dying. People are not having children enough to be able to keep up their population and to exist. And I can just say, even some years ago when I was in Hungary, watching couples, first of all, there are hardly any children, hardly any families walking around with a stroller pushing a kid, but they did have dogs and they were all well-groomed wearing clothes. The dogs were wearing doggy clothes. So they, they put their efforts into their pets, but not into having children. That is a sign to me of a bit of selfishness, uh, not wanting to raise a next generation because you want to be able to go on vacation much easier to, you know, have your life that you want with your dog rather than having to raise a child and all that entails. Also, globalization versus nation states is a growing societal bifurcation. What is that? Bifurcation means it's, it's, it's being forcibly separated. Okay, so what did you want to say the, on the, that? The various portions of, of society are growing farther and farther apart. Okay, elaborate for our listeners. Okay, okay. We, we all know that the U.S. dollar, for instance, at, at the moment is very high uh, in relation to other currencies, and that's one of the things that's bolstering right now the uh, U.S. economy and uh, is causing, it's one of the factors that's causing the confusion on whether or not the United States is indeed in recession or not. The usual definition of recession is two quarters, two uh, contiguous quarters with a contraction. And the United States has seen that now. So is it a recession or not? I won't, I won't uh, determine it that, 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 it, that it is. But one of the factors that it is, is bolstering the, the U.S. economy to cause this confusion, cause this question, is the issue of the U.S. dollar being very strong, which is causing... For instance, gold to be uh, uh, undervalued, and it's causing the price of of uh, 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 of oil to have been going down slightly over the past few weeks. Um, we still believe that inflation is about to go up much higher, even much higher than it is today. It's hovering around nine percent, and we believe that it will it will reach double digits quite soon probably before the, ele- the, the, the November election. Um, once a clear recession begins, we will see a free fall in the, lo- in the dollar. That will affect people who have investments that are denominated in dollars or that are dependent upon dollars. So if you're in the issue of, 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 of uh, investments, you might like to take that into account. Um, I expect gold to hit around 1850 by spring. Right now, it's about 1750. Uh, that is to say, dollars per per ounce. I expect it to hit hit 1850 approximately by by the springtime, and then it'll plateau for a while before it breaks out. And I believe it will break out after that, probably around the third or fourth quarter of next year. Uh, uh, and I will believe I believe that it will go up much much higher than most people are thinking today, and silver as well. By the way, in, in 2008, the value of Federal Reserve assets 
was under $1 trillion. In 2019, it was at $4 trillion. In November 2021, it was at $9 trillion. It's now at over $12 trillion. That is a phenomenal rise in Fed assets. Remember, the Federal Reserve of the United States is neither federal nor reserve. It is a private corporation that happens to be whose stock is owned not by the U.S. government, but by the large banks. And anyone who's interested in that, there was a law passed in, in the year 1913, if, I'm not mis if my memory serves me, that uh, declared how the Federal Reserve would operate. In any case, their assets have grown at a phenomenal pace. That is not a good sign for the American consumer. That that most of that phenomenal growth is printed money. Remember, you can print money. You cannot print food. You cannot print energy. So globalization, as much as it looked like a good idea for a while, it's been failing now. And each country needs to look how look at how it's going to survive in the new environment. And the environment is changing. Um, uh, 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 to, to give things a perspective, I think, with, a, with one number, the price of gas, natural gas, in Europe now is the equivalent in terms of energy as if oil were priced at $410 per, per barrel of oil. Hmm. That's phenomenal price. All across Europe, aluminum and uh, uh, zinc smelters are shutting down. And this is the raw materials for much of European uh, industry. Remember, Europe is based upon low-tech industries, not high-tech industries. So if the, automobiles, um, if the automobile manufacturers don't have aluminum and zinc, they can't manufacture automobiles. Which would probably... Sorry? Which would probably be fine for a, a planned one world order because you can control people more. If they don't have cars, they don't travel as much, and they have to take public transportation so you know where they're going, when they're going, how long they're there, if they can go. You can, you can stop public transportation and they can't the, travel. That's not quite the plan. The plan is not to use public transportation but to use autonomous vehicles which will be owned by so quote unquote no one, and you just rent them for by the by the minute or the hour or whatever, and they take you wherever you need to go. And that's where they they come up with the idea of you will not own an automobile and you will be happy right. because you'll be able to get anywhere you want. Also, yes, yes, and that's where autonomous vehicles are uh, heading across Europe today. Um, I saw an interview just on Friday with the. Uh, CEO of General Motors, and she actually spoke about that unabashedly. Um, uh, 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 um, we need to understand that some things that people aren't expecting are also happening. We're seeing, for instance, in Europe that uh, uh, Europe is in a drought, that, that, that those harshest drought that it's seen in five centuries. Again, just a word to the people who like to look at investments. You might like to look at Companies that deal in, in terms of water, and that can be water utilities or water technologies. What I can tell you is that undoubtedly the issues of water will be extremely important 
as we progress over the next 20 or 30 years, there will be many places around the world that will be parched and will be in dire need of, of, of water and with everything that that, that, that matters. Then you and can expect that, war. Sorry? Then you can expect war because countries go to war over water issues. Absolutely. We have 37 wars in the world today and expect that number to grow uh, uh, significantly over the, next, over the coming five years. So let's go on to the, to the, to the last topic, the issue of, of demo, demography, uh, demogra- demographic truth. I've been doing some checking over the past few days, and I've come up with some very interesting facts. I've, I've quoted frequently uh, Peter Zehan, uh, and I've said that lately he's said a lot of things that were very, very strange and, 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 and not correct. And I needed to understand why, because he's clearly a very skilled analyst. Okay. And it turns out that uh, uh, he's using the demographic data, which is simply incorrect. So uh, I, I, there, there are two major data, <coughs> pardon me, major databases in the world for demographic data, one by the U- United Nations and one by the CIA, the U.S. CIA. Um, clearly, I cannot check their accuracy in, uh, for every country in the world, but I can check it for Israel. And every single data point. Every single one, without exception, in the CIA database, for instance, concerning Israel is incorrect. Every single data point. So I said to myself, wait a minute, what? how can I cross-check this? How can, how can this be right? So I went to a different database, the EIA, the Energy Information Agency, and I looked at what they have, which is not demographic data, but energy data, and I found that everything there was incorrect concerning Israel. So I said to myself, wait a minute, okay, I can check about Israel, but is this endemic? Is this systemic? Is this real? Well, there's one other country that I can check it for, the country that I'm intimately familiar with for reasons that I can't go into right at the moment, and that's Jordan. And it turns out that they're wrong about Jordan as well. So, when using databases like this, you need to remember, everyone who uses these databases needs to remember that the people who construct these databases are, pardon the language, human beings. They have their own agendas. They have their own political preferences. So, for instance, uh, the CIA, when it looks at Israel, it simply erases all of the Israelis that live in uh, 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 what they call uh, uh, the, the, the West Bank of the Jordan River, or what we call Judea and Samaria, and, 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 most, and parts of Jerusalem. They simply erase them. They don't appear in any, in, 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 any, in any place. It's not that they appear somewhere else. They don't appear. Well, the, 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 the so-called Palestinian Arabs appear twice. So if an Arab, for instance, lives in, in Jerusalem, he appears both in the population of Israel and in the population of the Palestinians. So, of course, all of this data is totally incorrect. Just to give some rapid numbers here, just to, 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 to show what I'm talking about. Average fertility in Jerusalem, as of last week, very, very fresh numbers. The average fertility, female fertility in Jerusalem is 3.79. Remember, replacement is 2.11. Jewish women is 4.3. Arab women is 3.0 in Jerusalem. And remember, since there are more Jews than Arabs, um, that means that 
Jewish Jerusalem is growing much, much faster than Arab portion of Jerusalem. And that, of course, adds to that the fact that we also have Olim, while they have emigrants that leave. And again, the CIA doesn't look at emigrants. They just look at people. They live here forever, including, including the ones in the, in the, in the, that, that have been planted in the ground for, for decades now. So when we're looking at these databases, I just want a word of warning to everybody. Much of this information is simply incorrect. You need to look at it. You need to evaluate it. You need to decide if there's some way that you can check on whether or not this information is correct. The fact that it says at the top, United Nations or CIA, clearly responsible organizations, that is not sufficient. Defund the, the United Nations and defund the CIA, defund the FBI, etc. Well, cetera. I claim to defund, I claim, I, 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 I've been talking about defunding the FBI for a long time. I like that there was a, a, a science fiction author by the name of Powell Anderson, he used to call the people of the United Nations the unmen, hmm. which I found to be both humorous and apropos. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, I want to thank you for being on the show. We've covered a lot of topics and people, again, I guess the message of the show and fill in, you have about 10 seconds, 15 seconds to do so, that we have to use critical thinking, know where information is coming from so we can weigh it to see if perhaps it should be trusted or shouldn't be trusted. Do your own research. Understand that the family is the foundation for the continuance of any society. The fact that Europe is not having children, the Westerners are not, Western society is dying, and uh, if laws are not enforced, then there's chaos, corruption, and that's what we're seeing today. And perhaps we are entering the birth pangs of the Mashiach, of Messiah, and we are seeing an upheaval. All the corruption is oozing its way up now because the world has to be cleaned. People have to choose sides and fight for the right and fight for God who created this world and Every this godless society is in its, in its death throes right now. All over the world. All right. We will leave it there. You can write us at info, I-N-F-O, at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Thanks for being with us. Next up is Returning Home with Natalie Sapinski. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! 
Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 